I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence, and I'm joined by Adam Desmond, UK country lead of MyTech Systems. MyTech Systems was one of the sponsors of the recently published 2021 Identity Fraud Survey by Javelin Strategy and Research. Identity fraud scams, the big thing now, apparently. Total combined fraud losses up to $56 billion in 2020, of which identity fraud scams, $43 billion. That's an awful lot of money, Adam. How much of it is down to the impact of the pandemic? I mean, just saying that sounds scary, doesn't it? 56 billion. That's a huge number. So yeah, pandemic's driven a lot of this, really. Not only have customers had to go online and banks, branches have actually shut now. And that's driven a huge amount of volume going online. But the fraudsters are going online as well. And they're taking advantage of people that are not used to being online perhaps, and they are taking advantage of those individuals and coming up with new and creative and very targeted scams now to drive a lot of that. So it's no surprise that a big number of that 56 billion is driven by identity theft and and unsuspected consumers. But identity theft itself has changed, hasn't it? Because it used to be the case that somebody could pick up my details through a corporate weakness elsewhere, but quite a lot of it now is person to person even. Yeah, absolutely. I think the the forces are getting ever more creative. They have their own R&Ds and they're getting more targeted with individuals. There's a lot of data available to individuals, on individuals, should I say, um, with so many data breaches happening globally. There's not a a week goes by, you don't hear a story around a a data breach. So that's made data available uh, on the dark web for these criminals to, to capture. And then all they have to do is you know, find a, an unsuspected consumer to get an image or a copy of their document. And then it just opens up the floodgates to cyber criminals and fraudsters to take advantage of that and, you know, target that individual because they, they know a lot of their details. And that social engineering is, is very, ever more prevalent. Well, that's the kind of social engineering. You can't legislate for this, but people do have to be on their guard as individuals. Turning it on its head, what is it that institutions can do to fight this themselves, because obviously we have a fast-changing technology arena. We talk a lot about artificial intelligence. We talk a lot about biometrics and machine learning. How do all these building blocks come together to protect individuals and indeed corporates from fraudsters? Again, the consumer's got its part to play and working with commerce and consumers, we can educate consumers. What are the signs to look out for? How can they protect themselves? And, and it's that message, isn't it? Just take five before you make a move or you, you, you do something. But I think the banks and the financial institutions themselves, it's around layering. There's no silver bullet to this. And fraud is evolving all the time. I was speaking to one tier one bank just the other day, and, and they've seen how sophisticated the fraud is becoming now. So it's about not just using a single tool to stop fraud, but it's about layering those protection against fraud. So it could be using data, using documents, using biometrics to make sure that you're you're stopping the fraudsters at at multiple touch points. They're using biometrics, but also using the data of the device and the device uh, analytics as well to, to just layer things up. Every one of these possible triggers could raise a red flag on its own. If I logged in using a different device, the bank might wonder, is that actually me? 
That's exactly right. It's a signal to the bank to say there's something unusual happening that we've not seen before with this customer. And actually, they're taking identity. If somebody does log in again, they've already got the original evidence that they captured when they first onboarded you. It's using that same technology to say, is this still the same individual that I'm dealing with? And they could step up and do a biometric check to say, they've just downloaded the app on a new device, as you mentioned. And are we sure this is still the same individual, the same Robin that we first onboarded? You just have to smile into the camera and then you can prove that you are still you. That's a biometric approach. What about machine learning? How how does machine learning fit in? Yeah, it's a good question. So machine learning has evolved hugely over the last um, five years. I think it's always been around, but it's becoming the forefront of uh, driving technology innovation and changes now. Machine learning, from our perspective at MyTech Systems, really enables us to track the trends. The fraudsters are always coming up with new ways of breaking these systems. And it's about keeping up with the fraudsters and using those machine learning models to continuously improve your systems to make sure that you're stopping the fraudsters in their tracks. As I mentioned earlier, they have their own R&D and they can keep chipping away and trying different methods and trying different routes. And it's about which of the companies that can stay up, keep up with the fraudsters. And it's using this machine learning that is going to help these organizations keep up with the fraudsters and prevent these fraud losses. I suppose one of the things that's happening with the implementation of technology is that there are things banks can do now that the technology helps them to do, which they could not physically do before because it was either too long-winded a process or just not possible to separate out the data that would be the trigger to say, hold on a minute, this is a potentially fraudulent transaction. That's the artificial intelligence bit, because you can set one of those hunting dogs off through the data to find things that otherwise would have been missed in the past. Yeah, that's absolutely right. You've got systems now that can raise those red flags automatically, but it's about customer experience as well. It's a two-way conversation between you and your customer And it's about building that high level of trust with your customers. So if there is a red flag raised, you don't want it to be a bad experience for the consumer. You want it to be seamless and to flow. So it's about providing the tools to alert, but also the customer experience to progress them through as if it's a seamless journey. And that's where at MyTech Systems, you know, we really focus a lot of our attention on that customer experience because the last thing you want to be is on holiday, your card gets blocked and you're trying to get money out and you get frustrated and it takes you an hour to call up your bank. That doesn't have to happen anymore. We've got, yes, the machine learning that can identify that you're in a different country, but you want the customer experience and how the customer services can deal with that to be seamless and really slick. So you you leave that customer leaving, oh, I feel protected, but I've still been able to get my money out. But I've got that reassurance and that trust with my bank that they're looking after me. And if it was a stolen card, it would be stopped but I I can still get access to my money and I can prove my identity quickly by the processes and the systems uh, that that they've used. Not that people can actually, right this second as we speak, go on holiday abroad, but at least it means the next time I do, I can walk into a restaurant in the tourist destination of my choice and know that I'm actually going to be able to pay for the meal and not have my card bounced back at me. And at the same time, I am, as you say, going to feel protected. Tell us a little bit more about how MyTech Systems is working with financial institutions. We help banks layer and protect consumers when they're onboarding and really proving they are who they say they are. 
Traditionally, credit reference agency data has been used to onboard a customer, identity data to meet KYC AML regulation. But more often than not, and a recent Gartner report suggested that the data is just so compromised now, layering that with documents and biometric checks gives you that higher level of security and assurance that you are who you say you are. So, And that's what we do, and that's what we specialize in is capturing a good quality image of a document. And that's the fundamental basics you can do right is capturing a good quality image. We then authenticate that, that document within seconds to say, is it a genuine document? And then it's taken that step further. You know, As we talked about earlier, sophisticated fraud attacks, they can potentially know your address and your date of birth and, and your name or your mother's maiden name, perhaps. They may even be able to get a copy of your identity document from the dark web. What is more challenging is actually getting your face and proving that it, it is you and that you're alive. So we layer that with a biometric check and liveness to say, are you the person behind the device that is on the government issued identity document as well? So layering it with all of those three things, data, document and biometric makes it a lot more difficult for fraudsters to penetrate and attack these financial institutions. Adam Desmond, UK country leader of MyTech Systems, thank you very much.